On this podcast, we talk about the books, both old and new, that are worth putting on your to-be-read list. Tuesday's episodes are spoiler-free, so have no fear. And if you've already read this one, want to hear the ending, or have questions you want to discuss, let's talk Thursdays, where there will obviously be spoilers. Hey everyone, it's Angela, and it's Thursdays, so there's going to be spoilers. If you're trying to avoid them, jump back over to Tuesdays, and I <clears throat> will tell you spoiler-free version. Um, today we're talking about Love on Display, which is the third book in Dana LeChamonet's Wonder Boy series. It can be read on its own, although you shouldn't. You should read it in the series because they are all wonderful. Um, the con that I had with this one was that I just can't believe anyone would say such personal conversations in a microphone. Because obviously this competition was recorded. Um, and while it didn't specify like, oh, they were getting the mics, you know, attached to my cheek or whatever. Mm-mm. They obviously were because no one's going to watch a competition if you can't hear what the competitors are saying. But they were talking about like their personal lives and I just don't see that happening. I'm a, I'm a fairly private person and so I just can't imagine people talking about their families or whatever, <clears throat> their childhoods on TV. But maybe they did. I assume it was just for the plot of the story. That's what I'm assuming. But maybe not. I don't know. You guys tell me. What do you think? Would you say this stuff on TV? Am I just being crazy? You just tell me. Um, but on the pro side, I mentioned that I really liked this. That they were saying health, not this body size, um, was for everyone. Because it's not just physical appearance. Like, body image is a thing, but it's how you see yourself. Not your body size, but how you see yourself and how you carry yourself. Because that's not based on the size of your body or your muscles, but it's your confidence. And that is for everyone. Everyone should feel healthy. Everyone should feel confident and like that. And I know <clears throat> we're all reading these books through our own world lenses. And maybe that's different. <clears throat> but that's how I was viewing it and I really liked it. And the same with the anxiety rip. It felt like let's normalize people dealing with this and how how to deal with it if you are like grounding, breathing exercises, those kind of things. And if you don't figure it out anyways, so that you can help those around you. I mean, Kaylani didn't know Cam had anxiety until she was like, oh, I've seen my mom react like this. Let me help you. Or I mean, um, Kit doesn't have anxiety necessarily, but he could just see, oh, we need to help Cam do some grounding to work through what's going on. <clears throat> um, and the last thing I brought up was that there was a really good balance between being ready to be in a relationship and knowing that we all have lifelong growth that can be done with someone next to us as a partner going through life um where Keilani was learning to see that she could be loved in different ways and even if the love languages were a bit mismatched um it didn't stop her from being with cam but now she could do even better in a relationship because she knew about love languages 
and with Cam, you know, it was kind of that nervous tick where his mouth would run away with him before his brain caught up. Um, <laughs> and he might have taken the truth a little too far. But I guess it's better than the opposite, being in a relationship where honesty is super important. Um, so, I mean, there, there's a lot of those things where it's like balance, where it's like, if you're not ready to be in a relationship, then don't be in one. But also, nobody is perfect, you know, even though these book characters clearly are so cute with each other. You know, I mean, neither of them are perfect, so you don't have to be perfect to be in a relationship. So, I really liked that. Um, but here's my question. A, would you have those conversations on camera? And B, how did Oliver break into the apartment? Because I had actually guessed that he was the mysterious benefactor, but how? How did he know? And I'm really glad those two worked out their differences, and I'm thankful that the competition ended correctly, because I was really kind of, like, stressing about that during the book. But please DM me your theories on how Oliver got in to Cam's old apartment. So I'm on Instagram at enjoylifewithme.angela. I need to know what you think. <laughs> All right, I'll be back next week with the last book of the Wonder Boy series. Isn't it wonderful? I cannot wait to talk about it. Talk to you soon. Bye.